0: But tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow. Yeah, live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life.
1: You are listening to the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. Today, we will hear a classic message that we believe will be a blessing to you. Our goal is to teach God's Word in a way that compels you to live a life that overflows and blesses others. Let's join Bishop Greer as we continue the teaching from our previous broadcast.
0: But What God will do is go into the, the deepest part of the dog and the thing that caused the bark, the thing that, that caused the howl. The thing that caused the scratch and the itch and the lick. Go inside that dog, snatch it out, and then place in it the heart of a lion. Here's something I know about lions. Lions are not the strongest animal in the jungle. That would be, I don't know, the rhino. It's not the largest animal in the jungle. That would be the elephant. It's not the fastest animal in the jungle. That would be the cheetah. What makes the lion the king of animals? It thinks it can. There's a roar in the lion. You catch it? Goes into the dog. Changes the nature of the dog. When that nature changes, all of a sudden there's a shift. Am I making sense to you? Okay, let's look at the scripture. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new. The, 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 The Greek there denotes an idea, this is important, of something that has never existed before. Never. When you gave your life to Jesus, not only were you forgiven, but someone who has never existed before showed up at that altar. This word new means something absolutely unprecedented. Salvation is more than you ever imagined. It's not just God forgiving you so you can do it again. It's God forgiving you and then changing you from deep down on the inside. It said, therefore, if anyone, any, anyone's here? is in Christ. How many are in Christ? Just a few hands. All right. If he, he, says, he first says who this is written to. So if that's you, the next clause of this sentence is for you. If anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new what? Creation. Creation. You are something that never existed before. So if you leave the altar assessing yourself by your old standards, you got the wrong guy. You have never existed before. All things have become new. You are a new creature. You've been a dog all your life, but now you're a lion. You see through lion's eyes. You hear what I'm saying? You have a lion's heart and a lion's roar. You don't bark anymore. It says, old things have passed away. Either it did or it didn't. What used to be just isn't according to scripture, anymore. And then the the Bible says, behold. Some translations leave this word out. and It's a mistake because it's the most operative term in this entire text here. He says, behold. What does behold mean? To look at and to inspect it very deeply and closely. And here's the deal. Only as you look at this word will you be able to see. You won't see it in your life. Because let me tell you something. When I left that altar, I felt largely the same. Had the same hands, same feet, same height, same acne. All the issues were the same. But I had to decide, was I going to believe what I see? Or was I going to believe what God said? James talks about this. We're not going to turn there. He talks about the believer looking into God's word. And he calls it the mirror of the word. You see, your problem is you define yourself using the wrong mirror. The Word of God is my mirror. So if the Word says it, I can do it. If the Word says I am a certain way, I am that way. You gotta choose whose report you're gonna believe. Are you gonna believe your families? Are you gonna believe your friends? are you even going to believe your own memory? Or are you going to believe God's word? And as a young man, along the lines, I had to make a decision. Am I going to believe what I think about myself? Or am I going to choose to believe what God says about me? It says, old things have passed away. Behold, meaning pause. Look at this. You see, we got to stop focusing on, 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 on who we used to be and begin to discover the new person God has made us. You hear me? And that's how you walk in victory. He said, behold or recognize, discern, see. You'll catch on to this. Old things have what? Passed away. And behold, same word. Meaning this is something you got to get up. you got to behold it. you got to catch it behold or observe or catch have eyes to see that all things have become new like i said when you come to the altar you, you're expecting you know uh some of you are expecting you know just to fall down faint listen nine times out of ten that doesn't happen you, you, you're expecting again you know for, for you to grow a few inches none of that that typically doesn't happen when you go back to your seat you are in the same package You are in the same body as you were before, but it's kind of more like, imagine an old boat. Boat's been in the water. The boat's functional and working, but the boat was having some problems. It was hitting certain waves and and the rest and, and sputter and couldn't do it, hiccup and, and, you know, the, the engine just wasn't strong. You know, the thing I wanted to do, I couldn't do and I wanted to, to, to go into the deep, but then the engine wasn't working and I wanted to go that way, but then I really couldn't. And this was the experience of the boat. So what God did is He reached out of heaven. He kept the boat the same color. He kept the boat the same size. But what He did, is he went into the engine room of the boat, walked into the hull of the ship, and recreated and placed in there a new motor, a new transmission. And and the, the work he did was in secret. The work he did, can't anybody see? No one on the outside knows the difference. But let me tell you something. When the waves come and the pilot of that boat puts his foot on the gas yes. he's going to be able to do what he wasn't able to do before there's going to be power on the inside yes. where he wanted to go before now he can go yes. the speed, the power yes. See, here's the challenge our redemption according to scriptures is in parts when I was born again God immediately redeemed my spirit but he told me to renew my mind and then he talks about that great day when my body would be redeemed. The blessed hope is the redemption of our body. But you see, we got a part. When I go to heaven, my spirit is not going to change an inch. The ch- you, I cannot be any more Christ than Christ. Do you hear it? Let me, let me keep, let me, let me, we'll, we'll unpack this. Go to Ephesians 4 and 22. I want to make sure you're with me through the scriptures. Ephesians 4 and 22. Why are you turning? Just like that boat looks like you're in the same old boat. If you knew the inner workings, you'd think differently. And the scripture is here to show us the inner workings. But the gas pedal on that boat works by faith. And only as you believe it can you step into the power that's yours. Okay, Ephesians 4 and 22. Paul says, put off your old self. Now, you, you, don't, you don't have to, 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 to have a multi, you know, $100,000 education to understand that an old self implies a new self. So if you got to put off the old self, there must be something new. Then it goes on to explain the old self. And this is the dog in each of us, which belongs to your former manner of life. The old self calls you to live the way you used to live. And it's absolutely corrupt through its deceitful desires. The the old nature in you, the, 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 the old spirit was a sin factory. But the Bible says that Christ in me is the hope of glory. Meaning that when I gave my life to Jesus, Christ, not just his spirit, Christ. Jesus said, the works that I do, you shall do also, but greater works than these you shall do. How is that possible? Because it's the same Christ. When I was born again, when you were born again, there was a part of you that God made look just like himself. Your body may not. Your emotions may not feel like it. Your IQ might not have changed and your intellect might still be the same. But deep down in the most important part of your being, the Bible says it this way. May the God of peace sanctify you wholly. And then it describes what a whole human being is. And then it says spirit, soul and what? Body. You are, de- you're deciding who you are based on the condition of your body, based on the condition of your soul. But you left out the most important part, your spirit. God is a spirit. And Jesus said, they that worship him must worship him in what? Spirit. spirit. When I was saved, God changed my spirit. And this Bible here was to inform my mind And it's coming a day. It's coming a day. The Bible said, in the twinkling of an eye. This corruptible shall take on incorruption, and I shall be changed. What's going to happen? Jesus is going to appear in the air, and when my spirit sees him, it's going to explode. And my whole body is going to change. And and his body used to give me trouble. His body that was limited is going to be just like him, and I'm going to shoot through the sky. I'm going to begin to fly. But that hasn't happened yet. And we're looking at this to determine who we are. And that's our problem. I said this in the first service and I was able to get away with it then. I'm not sure if I could say it here, but I'm going to try. Y'all know my heart. But they made a mistake putting black on my birth certificate. See, they were trying to categorize and pigeonhole me. They were trying to tell me who I was. Uh, I feel the priest coming. Please don't miss, I appreciate my heritage. Love black folk, Married a black woman. I married a real one from Africa. You hear what I'm saying? So I I love, I love me some black people. So don't, don't misunderstand. But here's the problem. When you start calling yourself something, you limit yourself to that box. And immediately it becomes a them and a us. I'm preaching good. Now, our president is not a partisan statement. This man happened to be half white, half black. You see, most of us have heard, you know, and I heard my parents say it and, 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 and older people say, you know, I, uh, you know, one day there will be an African-American president. Well, back then it was black. One day you have a black president, but not in my lifetime, not in my lifetime. So what God had to do is create this Obama guy. Stay with me. Part of him said, not in my lifetime. But the other part of him said, it's always been that way for us. Y'all don't hear me. Part of him said, don't put me in nobody's box. Half of me, you hear what I'm saying? Now, there's a part of me that's only human. But then there's a part of me that God lives and abides. There's a part of me just like Christ. Don't you dare limit me to being a black man, a white man, a Hispanic man. Don't you dare put me in nobody's box. I'm a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I have a new hope limitations. What used to be ain't no more. The Bible says there's not, There's neither male nor female. Jew nor Gentile. Greek or Scythian. In the spirit we're new creations. So don't let nobody limit you talking about black. Don't let, my, let me talk about woman. My problem before I met Jesus is I thought I was black. That was my problem. When I met Christ, I realized, no, no, no. I'm a new creation. That white man is my brother. That Hispanic man is my brother. That Arab is my brother. We are one in Christ. We are a new race of people. Holy. A holy nation. A royal priesthood. Peculiar people. Ordained to bring forth the praises of our God. That's what the Bible says. Go on, sit down, sit down. Don't take up my time. So don't y'all leave this place and go vote black. Don't leave this place, go vote white. New creation. Oh, this past where all things become new for me. Some changed on my inside. And it looks just like God. God looks at my inside. Oh, baby, I see me he tell all the oh, they my baby. He look just like your daddy. I see me. That's the way I see myself. I used to see myself as a statistic. I used to see myself as a black man. I was mad about the, 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 the ceiling culture put over my life. I was mad. Until I discovered who I really was. ain't no ceiling higher than my God. He'll reach in and grab me wherever I am. No matter what I look like, no matter my color, my age, ethnicity, race, the limits you have on your life are self-imposed because of what you got in here. All right, I got to wrap up. Ephesians 4 and 22. Put off your old self. The old limits... You know what mom and them done told you? Put it off. What's off mean? Off. And in my house, when you take it off, you put it in the dirty clothes. And there's some stuff you need to take off. You're too big for that. Too big. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former way of doing things. It's all corrupted and messed up, but watch 23. And if you don't, if you're not paying attention, you think, why is he talking about your mind in the middle of this? Because the mind is everything. The same as his behold in the former verses. And to be renewed in the spirit of your what?
1: Minds. Why?
0: Because the only place your old man exists is in your memory and in your mind. But he's not here anymore. The reason baptism is so powerful. First of all, y'all don't really know what it is. Let me tell you. A baptism is a funeral service. Now, in in, in our country, a body dies, a person dies, and then you had a funeral. That's exactly what a baptism is. The Bible says we are uh, baptized into his death, and we come up in newness of life. Why does he use water? How many of y'all know you can't breathe underwater real long? And imagine if he made us get in a hole. That would just be a tough symbol for us, you know, just get dirt on it. They, they, so he didn't do it that way. But, but he, he used a symbol. Baptism actually means the, the term, and there were Greek writers outside the Bible that used the word baptized. And it was used for a person that drowned. So it was used for someone who died. And, and, and here's the deal. When you're baptized, you're saying, I am dead to who I used to be. And now I come up in newness of life. I'm not the same person. That's why people used to get new names at baptismal. Because it, re- it represented newness of life. The Bible says it elsewhere. And, and, and the clock is hurting me today. But when, when I first started ministry, it was tough for me. Because I saw myself a certain way. And, and I didn't see myself as, as a Jesus guy. And, and certainly not standing behind a pulpit guy. And the Lord spoke to me. And and sometimes, you know, he kind of hints and he suggests. No, he spoke to me. He said, Derek, I need you to reckon yourself dead to sin and alive to Christ. That word reckon is an accounting term. Uh, That term is used in the accounting world in the ancient world. And it means to calculate it up and know what the tally and the total is. Like Derek, in order for you to become the new man, you got to consider and calculate your old man no longer exists. That old man is dead. So don't put the prescriptions and, and the parameters of the old man on the new man. I know what I placed in you. Do you hear me? And many of us, we're letting culture, we're letting our mind and our past determine the parameters in our minds. But it's a lie. We are to look at this word to discover who we really are. I'm no longer a dog. I am a lion of the tribe of Judah. I'm no longer what I was. You know, the devil tried to bring up what I did, and it's like, that guy's dead. And when you understand that, matter of fact, every time I sinned after I met Christ, it was because I was out of character. I was actually, when I sinned, I was lying to myself. My true self said, that ain't me, but I got caught up in something. You hear what I'm saying? Every sin in a believer's life is a lie. I want to tell the truth. I want to be true to the real me. Let, let's go to the scripture. We're going to wrap up. He said, put off the old self, and then he skips. He says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, because your mind's the problem. Change your thinking, change your life. Change your thinking, change your life. Change your thinking, change your life. And put on the new self. Created, watch this, after the likeness of God. I don't look like the devil anymore. Adam was created in God's image and likeness, and he fell. Then he started looking a little bit like the devil. You know, whoever you submit to, you start looking like them over time. I don't want pictures from when I was a teenager, but Prince got big. And I started, damn, the big old hair, And but we won't, we won't, we won't but, but you, you start looking like what you're into. And to put on the new self created after. The new self was created meaning it didn't exist before. It wasn't made, it was created after the likeness of God. There's a part of me that looks like God. There's a part of me, a part of you that looks like God, and then watch this, in true righteousness. Yeah. This is not a, a works deal. He's talking about true righteousness has to do with nature yeah. and holiness. Yeah. I'm going to wrap up with this today. But if, if, if I could come up with an example to explain what the new birth is like, I would say it's like today's Smartphones. We could do just about anything with today's smartphones, but but we haven't even I know I could do just about five or six things with, 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 with my smartphone. We haven't tapped into half the capabilities. I mean you you could take pictures with it, you can uh video uh record, you you could do your banking on it, you can calculate with, with your smartphone. Uh what what else can you do with your smartphone? You you can you can tape people, uh you can listen to music, you can what you could, yeah, you could, you could spy on your children. You could turn on lights at your, your, your house. You could open uh, your, your, your garage. And I think in just a few years, we're going to be able to take a shower through those, 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 those <laughs> smartphones. But here, what's happening in this room is you're like me, you know, you don't use that phone for a whole lot of things. You know, you know I'm grateful that God has opened up the line to heaven and I can talk to him direct. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. But God doesn't want you to just use that smartphone. He wants you to be smart with the line he's giving you. You hear what I'm saying? There are other applications. There are other things you can do with that phone. And salvation is more than just being forgiven. Man, it applies to every area of your life. God doesn't just want you to be forgiven. He wants you to be changed. And, and, and that only happens, though, as we, 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 we discover who we really are. The church of Jesus is, is, is like the, the, the swan that thought she was an ugly duckling. The church of, of Jesus today is, is, is like the lion that thinks it's a lamb. There's power in us. There's ability in us. Yes. But we're just not beholding it. We've just not seen it. We do not yet
1: know it. This is the Live Big broadcast with Derek Reer. We pray that you are inspired to think big, do big, and live big. Our goal is to compel you to live in a way that overflows and blesses those around you. We invite you to meet us online for vibrant worship and strong Bible teaching each Sunday and Wednesday on social media or gracechurchva.org. You can also tune in to the Live Big broadcast on television. So check your local TV listings or visit gracechurchva.org for the broadcast schedule. That's all the time we have. But until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big.